Uh, it's good to be home. Uh, I was away on Tuesday and Wednesday uh, to get some rest, and uh, I, I enjoyed that, but it is uh, very good to pray with you. I, I missed that. Uh, and I know, of course, I was praying with you. Anytime we pray Mass, we're united to everyone uh, in the kingdom of heaven and on earth. Uh, anyway, blah, blah. So, <laughs> glad to be home. Uh, today's gospel, I, I wanted to point out two kind of neat ways that the Lord came to the disciples, or, or more appropriately, that the disciples came to realize the Lord was with them. And, and it's through familiarity, okay, familiarity. Uh, the disciples doing what they always did, and Jesus doing what he always does. Namely, uh, remember the context. At the beginning of this story, all the disciples know is Jesus is dead. And they know some of the ladies went to the tomb and said some crazy things, uh, but they just were lost. And so their leader, Peter, says what? And I love this. Let's go fishing. Um, they were fishermen who hadn't been fishermen in three years. And it is the familiarity of that, I think, that Peter hoped would heal. Uh, but, of course, the Lord had a much bigger healing in mind. All they were going for is sanity, yeah? Jesus was about to introduce them to a whole beautiful level of insanity, yeah? And how did it happen? In the exact same way as the first time Jesus and Peter met. Peter's fishing. Jesus says, what are you doing? Which is a great question to people fishing, yeah? Yeah. Well, we, we're fishing, but we haven't caught anything all night. Remember this conversation? It happened three years before. And what does Jesus say? Throw your net on the other side. And they get so much fish, they don't know what to do. So Peter did what he always knew. And Peter and Jesus had this cool moment of their first meeting, which compelled them to say, that's the Lord. And think of what an act of faith that is. Jesus was dead. And you and I know the end of the story. Peter didn't. He knew what he was saying was insane. But it, he was just, in the most beautiful way, crazy enough to believe it. And he dove into the water, swam to Jesus, and then we get to something Jesus always did. Right? That their hearts were still confused, as would anyone's be, till he did what? Something he did let me see, three times in Matthew, three times in Mark, three times in Luke, twice in John. Took bread, blessed it, broke it, and gave it to them. Right? And we repeat that formula here at the Last Supper. And that's when it really sank in. For you and I, we live in a broken world and we're broken people. And so those wounds some days can be borderline crippling. And in those moments, I'll encourage us to do what is familiar to us. Yeah, for me, I know it sounds silly, but it's reading. If I can just read, I, I know everything will be okay. Yeah? And I can't tell you how many times in reading the Lord's come to me, even when I'm reading a secular book or, or uh, uh, science fiction or something, that it's just something the Lord comes to me in my calmness. I'm finally mellowed up enough to listen. 
And then there's the familiarity of my relationship with the Lord, like Jesus and Peter. And for you and me, it's probably the Mass, huh? That place where we first encountered Christ and that place where we always encounter Christ. And then the third part is when Jesus does what he always does. He takes bread, blesses it, breaks it, and gives it away. And what you and I remember is that that's what's happening to us. He's taking us, he's blessing us, he's breaking us, and he's giving us away. May God's way of healing become our way of being healed. To do what's familiar to us, to remember what connection with the Lord we have here in this Eucharist, and then to encounter him in the fact that he takes us, he blesses us. He breaks us and he gives us away. Amen.